Blog Talk Radio. George Gamond, and welcome to the Thursday show. As you know, I was not here yesterday taking care of some other things, but I'm going to carry on the theme that we started early in the week about love. Ooh. But today's show is about love versus infatuation. Now, what is infatuation? I'm going to give you a dictionary definition of it, and we'll go from there. Um, Okay, infatuation, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of looking at different things here. Okay, an intense but short-lived passion or admiration for someone or something. So you can be infatuated with a person, so it's in a very intense, short-lived passion. So when we get into the discussion between love, which is sustainable, keeps going on for a period of time, not, not necessarily a lifetime, but it goes on for a while, for infatuation you have this spike of this passion and then it just kind of weans over time because you get into reality but we'll get into that i have an article that talks about the 14 signs to distinguish between love and infatuation and i found this topic rather interesting and dr helen fisher or phd helen fisher studied a lot of this of the stages of a relationship and infatuation or lust or whatever you want to call it is the beginning stage. In most cases, it's the beginning stage. It's that chemical need to connect with that other person because that's what we're wired to do. Well, let me, let me get a little bit into it, the chemistry of infatuation versus the chemistry of love, and then we'll get into distinguishing the differences, and I'll let my spirit guides talk to you. So that's what we're talking about. And, and it, as I started to mention, one of the reasons I got into this is because I hear this all the time in my intuitive counseling kind of thing where people will say, you know, we we had this instant connection, this amazing instant connection. You know, it's that expression, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that, I probably have more money than Bill Gates. Well, okay. But it's that instant. And then... Well, something went wrong. Something happened. It, it, we lost it. We're no longer together. It, it went away. Well, that infatuation, and we'll use that word, that intense passion for somebody, it, that draw to somebody, was all about finding out, okay, can it move into love? Will it move into love? There's no guarantees. You know, I've heard all these stories about people. Well, we met, we were married in two weeks, and we've been together for 40 years. That is so rare. We met, we fell in love, we got married in two months, and we divorced in a year. That's probably more common than we fell in love, we got married in a week, and we've been together for 30 years. The the other the the latter or the, the the other one is probably more likely to happen. Well, we fell in love, we had this amazing sex. You know, yesterday or the other day, not yesterday, but it was the day before yesterday. I talked a lot about the difference of what we can have. The brain works into two different syndromes. It works through passion and sex, the desire for that, and the desire for love, and how the two are distinctly different. You know, this is all kind of 
spiritual, scientific. So let's look into the chemistry part. The Good Man Project gets into the chemistry part of this a little bit. It's going to talk a little bit about love, but let me let me just kind of highlight what happens on the brain when we become infatuated with somebody. So in the beginning, early stages of love get indistinguishable from infatuation because they all happen the same way. Okay, boom, done. Almost entirely because of what is happening with the brain chemistry. Ooh, it's all about the brain, isn't it? It's about our brain chemistry. Here's what happens when you meet someone. Sparks fly, eyes meet, tummy feels funny all the time, and you suddenly feel your heart beating in your chest when you manage never to notice it before. You ever have that sensation when you meet somebody? It's like you get to know somebody a little bit, and you go, whoa, that spark, that chemistry, that that connection, right? Surge of dopamine. This is the chemical part. The, this hormone controls the reward-seeking center for the brain. is associated with feeling of euphoria, excitement, yes, addiction, or in this case, infatuation, right? Cocaine and love or infatuation. I, I'm kind of trying to use both words here because they apply. It depends on where it goes, right? Both manifest similarly. Okay. Uh, there's some something happened here. I lost it. Okay. Receptors of the brain. Have you ever felt literally addicted to someone in these early stages of love slash infatuation? Or it could be infatuation. It feels like that because your brain chemistry is that addiction. Crazy. So it's the brain. Could, yeah, some people will say it's the soul. Maybe two souls are pulled together. But that creates the bond. You know, that's how we evolved over thousands of years is to have this response. So two people will come together to procreate, to create, you know, a, a little ones just like them. So next step. So next step, rise in oxytocin. Oxytocin is a bonding hormone. Nursing a newborn child causes it to surge in new mothers. It also floods your brain doing orgasm. Result, your brain is say. This is your person. But you can get oxytocin from your dogs, or your dog gets oxytocin from you, that feel-good chemical. You stare anybody, look anybody in the eyes. You can pick up oxytocin, that good feel-good. So the hormone usually actually causes you to want to stick with this person. You want, Or you could be his friends, right? doesn't necessarily mean you become the partner. This intense feeling, closeness, trust, and bonding comes from oxytocin during the early stages of love. Now we're getting a little bit beyond perhaps the, the infatuation. It's hard to resist. Oxytocin can result in adverse behavior too, depending on the person. Interesting, huh? It can cause envy, jealousy, suspicion, and highly emotional and imaginative people can lead to stalking. Ew. Ew, huh? Drop in serotonin levels. Oh, this is how the brain's reacting to that initial getting together with somebody, right? This is all. We're going to go through all the gory details here, but we'll get. I'll highlight some of the other ones, and then we'll move on to love. Move from, you know, and Helen Fisher would say you go from this infatuation, passionate kind of connection where the the sexual part of your brain is all stimulated, and you want to the oxytocin's kicking in, and you want to just hold this other person, right? Okay, drop the serotonin low at the beginning of love. You'll ever feel a you'll 
have you ever felt a slight obsessive? Oh, you cannot stink, th- stop thinking about someone. You feel anxious, jittery, and your stomach is always full of butterflies. Well, there you go. Lowered amounts of serotonin is also seen in people with obsessive-compulsive disorder. So part of the normal brain chemistry when love is new is to be a little OCD. This can be a problem or not. So it's all in the brain. It's all in brain chemistry. You know, it's like, really, I guess you could regulate that. You raise your serotonin level, right? You probably wouldn't have the effect as much as that. Okay, adrenaline. These hormones and other hormones, classics during flight or flight, fight or flight syndrome situation, make your heart race, palms sweat, and mouth dry. It also stands to reason when you see the object of your desire in these early stages of love, you feel these very physical feelings. If you were facing down a T-Rex, it would be not so pleasant, but when your heart races at the sight of your love object, it feels really good as we can't fall asleep four hours till the adrenaline or other chemicals wear off. Interesting. Interesting. So we have all these chemical reactions going on in our brain. So how do we know? Well, if it's infatuation or it's the early stages of love, and we won't get into some of the other brain things that are happening. Let's get into after surviving. I love the way they express this. After surviving early love, we encounter a stage of romantic love that is less dramatic, but also less dangerous. So you have to go through that stage. And if you make it past, and we'll get into signs, 14 signs about maybe, I don't know if we'll have time today, but we'll get into the 14 signs that you're actually getting past this. Or you're stuck in infatuation. This stage of love is regulated by the emotional center of the brain, the limbic system. Fortunately, serotonin levels normally normalize. The hormones that surged just a few months earlier are also closer to normal. The result of, the, of these shifts in brain chemistry is a feeling of serenity. Isn't that kind of cool? Now you're in this kind of, kind of peaceful place with this person. You've gotten past that rush, that passion, that desire to... It's, it's kind of a glue. You, you, you get this glue going. Either the glue stays with you into this stage, this connection, this bonding builds at a, at a more substantial, higher consciousness level, or it just fades away. The result of these shifts in brain cameras is a feeling of serenity. You're more likely to be in a good mood most of the time, and you're once again able to inhibit, inhabit, inhibit negative behaviors that you somehow were compelled to just a bit Earlier, like check your phone every five minutes for text messages or drive past your person loves house every night or day. You ever have that obsessive? That's that obsessive thing. That's that we were talking about a couple minutes ago. The drop in serotonin, which will create an OCD tendency towards this person. Okay, we'll get to the last stage here. Boom. Love into posterity. This is good. As human begins to settle into long-term love, the kind that lasts for years or even a lifetime, there are also brain chemicals involved. Studies have indicated for years that being in a committed relationship has long lists of health and psychological benefits to both parties. In the brains of people in love for a long haul, we find vascerolpressin, 
This pituitary hormone is linked to feelings of calm and security. It is also connected to partner protectiveness and fidelity, two things that are essential to secure longevity of our love relationships. It's amazing how these emotions, these feelings, these needs to be, it's all chemically induced into the brain, this pituitary hormone. Now, I have a meditation from Dr. Joe Dispenza that talks about lighting up the pituitary gland and the penile gland. So we think about that. Okay, oxytocin, the most glorious of hormones, as I mentioned before, makes emotional bonds strong, is involved in trust-building empathy as well. Oxytocin is present in any relation, therefore there is a healthy attachment, whether between a mother and child and two lovers. So... You know, you, you read that and you go, hmm. So in a relationship and you want to maintain a relationship, oxytocin is really important to continue to put forth. That continue to that connection, that continue to looking in each other's eyes, the hugs. Hugs are a good way to increase oxytocin. Hug your dog, hug your cat. I don't know about cats. Hug your partner, give them a kiss, look them in the eyes. That all creates oxytocin, which kind of keeps that relationship in, in, good, in a good place. Now, as long as you don't have other issues that are destroying the relationship, like infidelity and other things like that. But it's, it's the brain chemistry and knowing how, to, how the brain and how our chemistry and our phys- feelings related to this chemistry have a lot to do in maintaining a relationship. Now, I'm not a scientist and I'm not a doctor. But read this for yourself. Think about this when you get into a relationship. Is it infatuation, passion, which it's just natural. It's normal. It's not a bad thing. But you're going to look for certain signs to see if you're going from that to love. Okay? So I guess the key thought there is give it some time. Give it some time. Don't make any rash decisions, right? Okay, number one sign that it could be infatuation is really the basic statement of you only know each other for a short time. I've known people who have said that they're in love after a few days, but a few months later they realized that they hated everything about the person, which showed that they claimed it was love. They didn't have enough time to know the person enough really to love them. Boom. Well, that's the chemical thing. That's when that chemicals start to go back into balance again. Then we come to come a realization of, oh, maybe I'm not in love with this person, right? Uh, you may feel attached to them, but if you've not taken the time to develop an intimate connection, then that attachment is coming from being infatuated, not real love. So it takes time. It takes time to really know the other person, right? So if somebody says, I love you in the first three dates, you kind of go, wait a minute here. Uh, let's hold off on, let's, let's develop a friendship, right? You're focused on what you want out of them and the relationship, okay? Some people get into a relationship and can see themselves dating, getting married, having kids, relocating to a tropical island for their retirement. They picture all of these things in detail, including short-term events, such as spending time together and falling more and more in love. 
but they are focused on their future with this person from their point of view, not from the other point person's point of view. Now, it's an interesting point. This is what I want. This is what I'm projecting into the relationship. This is what I want. If you see a relationship solely from your point of view, then it is infatuation, not love. Think about that one for a moment. You see the relationship from just what you want. I've been there. <laughs> I know that one. Okay, I understand that one. I was in a relationship, but won't go into the gory details. But so it's it's about, okay, love is about knowing what the other person wants in life and working on, ooh, here's the big word. Here's the huge word that some people can never get to in a relationship, working on compromising. It is not about satisfying your own needs and expectations solely. Think about that. What is it about, you know? Is it about getting to know each other and and finding out, you know, sometimes we we can celebrate our differences because from our differences, we get to grow, we get to learn, we get to expand ourselves. Love is about knowing what the other person wants in life, working on compromise. We talked about that. Okay. They seem high about you. That's an interesting point. I don't think we're going to get through all of these, but it's an interesting discussion about infatuation versus love. Now, that's what we're talking about today. So I have a caller, but hopefully we're on the same theme. And I guess the rule of thumb here, and we'll get into some of the other signs that it's infatuation and not love, is give it time. Before commitment of any kind of long-term commitment, you need to give it time. It doesn't matter a man or woman, male or female, masculine, feminine, whatever, whatever relationship you're going on, heterosexual, homosexual, whatever you call it, you're going to go through the same stages. But you have to give it time to let the chemicals rebalance themselves. And then you find out, hey, this is my best friend. I really love spending time with this person. We share so many interests and values. Those are the key ingredients, interests and values and, you know, and attraction. You have to have that chemical. Let me take a caller. Then we'll jump back into the article about signs that it's infatuation. I want my spirit guides to talk to you. I probably won't have enough time. Maybe I'll just let them talk to you about this subject instead of getting back to the article. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hello? Who am Can you I hear speaking? me? Hi. Yes, who am I Hi. speaking to? Hi. Erica? Yes, Erica. What's going on today? Um, I'm just motivated to work tomorrow. <laughs> okay. And did yeah. you have a particular question or thought that you wanted to share? Because we're talking about love versus infatuation today. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, where you thought it was love and it fizzled like quickly. Yeah, I mean it. I feel like people don't really take the time to know one another. I feel like a lot of people just go based on looks and don't really, like I said, take the time to um, yeah. invest in knowing the person. Yeah, because um, developing because... a friend, 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 friendship. It's all about lust mm-hmm. or infatuation. Yeah. You're right. Looks and, don't and so it last takes about, forever. 
<laughs> it takes about three months to get three to six months to get past that stage where you suddenly, as mm-hmm. the articles talk about, your brain goes back into normality and you're no longer firing yeah. all those chem- chemicals. But I'm going to get back to the article. And are you in love now? No. <laughs> you will. You will be. If you have a balanced attitude about this, you will be in love. Okay? If you have a balanced mm-hmm. attitude about this, it's much easier to be in love and to develop something that lasts for a long term than just get mm-hmm. it caught up in the moment. Okay? Yeah. Be well. True. <laughs> good luck with, you. Good luck with yeah. your job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Bye. You got a few minutes left. I think I'm just going to let my spirit guides, the Sarah group, talk to you about this a little bit versus, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about this tomorrow because it's a fascinating subject. Well, it's an important subject. Love is probably love and money are two two of the prime things that people are interested in in life, or security and money, security and love. So let me have them talk to you for a few minutes about this subject. See what they have to say. Love is the divine nature. Love is the energy of the universe. Love is the bonding energy that keeps everything together and going. Now, I don't know if you accept that or not, but we want to give you that to you anyway. But love is based on a lot of things, and we've talked about this all the time. What are the attributes of love? And we won't get into that. We don't have enough time. So when you're talking about meeting somebody new and into a relationship, you need to figure out that, yeah, you're brought together because there's an attraction and there's a desire and, and, and you're receiving the chemicals from another person and this this internal chemistry that's going through both of you is pulling you together to mate, to be together, to express each other, to get to want to know each other. Because if you didn't have that initial chemistry between two people, that initial spark that infatuation, that lust, whatever you call it, you wouldn't keep going in the relationship. You wouldn't stay together. But the point that George was making, which is really important, at some point in this discuss, in this relationship, you, you learn to appreciate each other. See, appreciation is a big word here. You really start to appreciate each other for the qualities that, that each of you have and the qualities that you're bringing into a relationship, you're balancing the relationship. If you just started off with appreciation for the other person, it may not be love and, and that sense of that commitment to being a couple. It might be friends. If you appreciate your friend, doesn't necessarily your friend, your lover, correct? You understand that. You can either go either way. You can develop it as a friend or you can develop it as as a love appreciation. So, but when you have two people to come together, that you're going through these stages and development of a relationship, appreciation is really important. Trust is really important. You trust that other person, but that's familiarity. Will getting to know somebody, getting to respect that person, to appreciate their values, appreciate what they do, who they are as a person, will push you forward into maintaining the relationship, that respect, that trust that you have for each other will push you forward into creating a bonding friendship. Now, George talked about oxytocin. That's so important 
in a relationship, the beginning of a relationship, the physicality between two people is really important. It is really the bonding unit that starts the ball rolling. You know, George was thinking about it, and we agree with this, that people do a lot of online dating and dating without even meeting a person. And they, they judge the situation from one phone call or two phone calls, or a few phone calls without actually meeting the person. You cannot develop, well, we won't say you cannot, because there are exceptions to all rules, and we will say that there are exceptions that people who communicate over a long period of time in various means can develop that. You can develop the respect. You can develop that that intenseness towards each other, that friendship that can be love, because you 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 really get to share with each other and learn to trust and appreciate each other. But you went in with the intention of meeting somebody and having a physical relationship with them, didn't you? You didn't you really? If it's not sexual, at least there's a level of intimacy with that other person, regardless of the age. You know. You desire to secrete in your body oxytocin. You, you, it's, like, it's like an addiction that everybody is prone to want is oxytocin in your body. That feel-good chemical between two people, you, that is a natural desire that you evolved over the centuries and thousands of years in the human evolution is the desire to feel that chemical in your body that oxytocin. And so you crave it. You desire it. It's natural. So when you connect with somebody at that level, you secrete it. And and if you have all the other little factors going on in that relationship, that becomes like a bonding unit between two people. So if you've been in a relationship for a long time, never never neglect the need to have that physical bond, if it's just a hug, if it's looking in the partner's eyes to show appreciation for that person. It's always very important to do that. And if you're meeting for the person for the first time, we're trying to keep George's interference out of this, it's really important to meet the person in person, if you possibly can, because that way you can really cement whether there is that chemical connection between you two. Now, you could do that. I guess we could say that you could do that through video chatting. It is a possibility. And so just being able to look into the other person's eyes is the way to really start to create that connection. Okay, we won't dwell too much into that. So it's important. It's very important. We're not saying that you can't get to know and love somebody from a distance, but it would take quite a bit of time of communication to be able to do that, that meeting in person. And we would say to you that that to unless you meet somebody in person, unless you really get to meet them on a visual le- level, you're never going to really have that spark because you really do need to feel that chemical connection between two people. You need to go through those stages to have a good connection. So don't postpone that. Don't put that off. Don't judge a book by the cover. There's more going on there. 
so you need to connect. Well, we could dwell a lot on this, but we will let you go, and we'll we'll talk about this another time because we feel it's really important that how you evolved, you can't avoid your evolution in connecting with another person. So thank you for listening. Bye. It's interesting how they said that. You know, I kind of believe that from the start, and I feel that's really important. Um, that that's really important to do is to have that connection. Okay, so we we spent a really it, this has been an interesting discussion. I appreciate anybody who calls in. We'll probably carry on with this tomorrow because we really didn't get into the depth of infatuation versus love and how you can distinguish the two. Spirit talked a little bit about it, but we'll get into some more about this tomorrow, Friday, and we'll keep going with this. It's a beautiful discussion, isn't it? And so I, I'm running out of time, but let me let me highlight one more point I think is really important, and we'll probably amplify this on tomorrow. Okay, infatuation. This is an interesting point. You can't wait to take the next step. Infatuation is about making things happen now. You want them to love you and commit to you and be the one only because you're scared that you're going to lose them if they don't. Ooh, but love doesn't work that way. Love takes time to build. And if you are in love with someone, you enjoy the process of getting to know them and building your relationship from one step at a time. You want to go through the stages. You want to work through this infatuation stage, this lust stage, and you want to work it into a mature relationship, this bonding relationship. I would call it building into becoming the best friends and lovers and all that sort of thing. So think about that. Think about that. Okay, so uh, we're almost out of time, but I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you listening. I love you guys. I will be back tomorrow. And we'll discuss a little bit more about this, how to build love, a loving relationship. Thank you for listening. Bye now.